Hi, I'm Rebecca Pete, And I'm Rebecca Cochran. And, and welcome, welcome to Woven, where we strive to be Christians living in the world with intention. And our prayer is that, to paraphrase Mary Zimmer, the Christ who knew Mary and Martha would show us the way of balance. Thanks, Thanks for listening. Hello, welcome to our first episode of season three. Woo! Woo! Episode 51, right, Rebecca? Okay. Yep. And today we are just going to do a fun episode where we talk about our favorite things. Yes. Um, No raindrops on roses, no whiskers on kittens, (laughs) no bright copper kettles or warm woolen mittens are on our list today, though. I like warm woolen mittens. (laughs) And I like bright copper kettles, but I wouldn't call them favorite things. Um, This isn't really like a shopping list for you, as some favorite things can be, which I also like that. But we're just kind of talking through, like, stuff we really like just for the fun of it so tune in i wonder it's it's been fun talking to rebecca off off microphone about her favorite things and to talk about mine i think we've learned a lot about each other from this um so let's dive in okay what are we starting with well um i think maybe we should go podcasts since we have a podcast yeah sounds good um so we're gonna start with like media yeah and I think we should recommend other podcasts we like because chances are, if you like our podcast, you like podcasts in general, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think I love podcasting just as a medium in general because it's so you can do other stuff while you're doing it. Yeah. It doesn't require your whole brain. And it's like a little friend in your ear while you're like doing laundry. I love it. Yeah, I do too. I do too. And I, it's so funny because I've always loved radio. Mm-hmm. Like I just have, Me too. I've always loved radio and you know, radio's, um, kind of dying, which mm-hmm. is sad and unfortunate, but it's just, you know, the way, the way things go, you know? So, uh, but I always grew up, growing up, I always listened to the radio. I always, I liked the morning talk shows. Oh yeah, like, me too. I just, so I like to be privy to other people's conversations. Yeah. So I think that's what my, is my favorite thing about, um, about podcasts is I feel like I'm like a part of the conversation, even though I'm not actually a part of the conversation. I think that's true. And like, so I think it's interesting. What do you, what do you look to podcasts to give you? Cause I think some people go into mm-hmm. it wanting to learn things. Some people just want to like waste time and have fun. Like, what are you looking for when you listen to podcasts? A conversation. A conversation. Yeah. So I would say that most, and I also like stories. Mm-hmm. So, so I, I mostly like conversation. So that's like a talk show kind of atmosphere okay. where they're just like hitting the main topics of, of culture or yeah. whatever and having a discussion about it. And good discussion. I'm not talking about, you know, flippant discussions, but yeah. like good, like deep discussions about things and yes. going deep into things. Like I like that. I don't go to podcasts to learn how to do something. No, I don't. I don't. Okay, so um, no some ad- people do. No advicey lifestyle. For I don't you. like. I'm okay. not a big advicey lifestyle. Um, I mean, I have listened to a, like some one offs for that. Like, yeah. You know, like if I have an issue in parenting and somebody will recommend a parenting podcast, yeah. I'll listen to it. But like, that's not my like mainstay yeah. of podcasts. Yeah. Um, like I love how I built this, mm-hmm. the NPR one, because I love stories. I yeah. love stories about how things are started. Uh So like there's a company that I love. How did that happen? Like, you know, so I love those kind of things. Um, That's why I've really liked. So I've always listened to relevance podcast Mm -hmm. because it's more of like a talk show. Yeah. I like being a part of their conversation and I find them funny and And relevance a Christian podcast. Yes. But it's a, but it's a pop. It's like a culture. Like they just talk about yeah. culture. Um, and like, you know, a couple days a week, they talk about how the intersection of culture and faith. Um, so I love being a part of that conversation, but um, they also have the, the producer of that has, um, has another podcast called unedited 
and he interviews people and just like gets their story about how they've got to where they are. Yeah. And some of my favorite artists and authors and nonprofit leaders and stuff like that. And I just, I like to know where people come from. Yeah. So I let, that's kind of where my podcast. So, okay. Is. What other podcasts do you like besides relevant? Consistently. So, uh, consistently. I listen to relevant consistently. I listen to podcast, which yes. is just for my fun. Because another reason why I like podcasts, our podcast is for entertainment. Uh-huh. So that was just fun. It's yeah. pure, like, and they, they say it too. Yeah. They say this is just like pure fun. Yeah. Like movies, TV, that kind of stuff. I just, you know, I'm, I'm the girl that likes to read the People magazine when I'm getting my hair Me cut. too. I think people lie when they say they don't like reading People magazine. Yeah. Like everybody kind of likes to read it. Yeah. Yeah. And it, mine's not, I don't have a celebrity fantasy thing like some people just love celebrity culture I don't Uh follow celebrities I don't have certain celebrities that I follow yeah yeah I just like in general appreciate movies music and tv and I just like to hear people talk about it Uh but I don't and like how it reflects the culture of our day yeah I'm not really super into like celebrity culture yeah so it's not it's more of like just knowing what's going on more so than following a celebrity yeah I think um so it's Knox and Jamie. They yes. do the podcast, which I've been getting into that more. I'm not like as into pop. Like I do like pop culture, but I just, I don't consume enough media to always know what they're talking about. Like, cause they talk about a lot of different like TV shows and books. And like, I just don't like a lot of times I feel like I don't get what they're talking about, but the other, I'm an over consumer of media. I wasn't implying that. I'm just no, saying. I really, I really am. <laughs> and I, like I am a, I, my brain is one such that I take in lots of media. Yeah, and I get overwhelmed. So, like, yeah. a lot of times I'll be listening, and I'll be like, I don't really get everything they're yeah. saying. But one thing, I they also do the Bible binge, uh-huh, which, which I, I am obsessed with. So, yeah. what they do is they take the Bible, they take stories, they have it split in seasons, and they just kind of go through Bible stories, and they cast Bible characters as, like, characters in real life. Um, so they'll be like, Leonardo DiCaprio is David. And then they'll like tell this story and they cast like Viola Davis as Mary, which I still think was genius. Um, <laughs> Mary, mother of Jesus, not Mary Magdalene. But, um, it's really helped me. Like I started listening to it as a joke or not as a joke, but just like to be silly. But it has really helped me because I'm one of those people when I go to read the Bible, sometimes my eyes just totally glaze over mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is like something I'm supposed to do. It's yes. like exercise. Um, but I guess some people don't feel that way about either, but I do. And, um, it's really cool cause I'm actually interested and I'm like, yeah. oh, and they make these stories come to life using these things that I already know, like yeah. movie characters or celebrities or whatever. So I really, I've, and they call it, um, what if they say jokingly that it's Bible binge seminary or something that people, yeah. their listeners say that, which I think is so funny, but I've, I've gotten so much out of that podcast. I really like it a lot. It was an ingenious idea. I really wish I would have thought of it. I know. You know, sometimes you come across an idea and you're like, man, I could have done that. Except for I don't think I could because I'm not quite as funny as they are. They're very funny. They're very witty. witty, And I'm not witty enough, I don't think. I'm not quick enough on the uptake to do what they do. But um, I will say that it's ingenious. They do a great job. And I just love listening to it. So that's um, the Bible. We're going to link to all these two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, The Bible Binge and Popcast, both by um, Knox and Jamie. My other favorite podcast is The Lazy Genius. Yes. So, okay, I'm... I I like it because she, we're very different. So her name's Kendra and she kind of like her whole thing is to be a genius about the things that matter and lazy about the things that don't. And so she's just like super efficient and she has all these really good ideas for how to do things, but I never feel like she's like preaching at me or like she's like being lifestyle-y or saying to do things the way she does them. It's, it's more like she'll just have, like she has this laundry method that really changed the way I do laundry that I just hadn't thought of. And because Mm -hmm. I'm like not great at like 
domestic chores besides cooking. Um, and I'm just not like a super, I'm not type A. A lot of times I, just listening to that kind of helps me because it gives me ideas or just like ways of thinking about things and just, she's really efficient. So I, I really like her podcast. Plus I just like listening to her talk. Like there's some people you're just like, I just would listen to you talk about anything. Like that's how I feel about her. Like, yeah. so even when she does episodes, I don't care about, I still listen. And fun fact, guess who listens to Lazy Genius? Yeah. Pam Beasley from The Office, Jenna Fisher. So, yeah. So that's a really good one. I enjoy that one. And the other one is Weirdest Thing I Learned This Week, which comes from the editors of Popular Science Magazine. And it's just like their random weird facts that didn't fit in anywhere else. So that's a good one. Um, Um, And my other favorite that I didn't have written down, but it hit me, is typology. Because I have an unhealthy fascination with Mm -hmm. the Enneagram. And once again, it goes back to story. Because he interviews people that are certain... This, the different numbers. Yeah. And so you get to, I love seeing things through the lens of other people. And so I, I like podcasts that like put you in other people's shoes. Yes. I'm, yeah. the, I'm the same way with novels or movies or mm-hmm. anything. I'm, I love very character driven things. So I think that's kind of where my love for oh, podca- the, um, my podcast comes from. One I don't listen to all the time, so I didn't include it, but just a random one. If anyone's a Mo Rocca fan, um, who he's like a journalist. He oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So I, he has a very distinctive voice that really irritates some people. I find it charming, but he has this, um, newish podcast called Mobituaries where he reads obituaries of people and like talks Amazing. about people's lives. To to that one. And he also has a show on cooking channel called my grandmother's ravioli, where he like goes to grandmothers and learns how to cook from them. Oh, that's awesome. He's I just like that too. Yeah. It's really good. So, um, I would also recommend Mobituaries if Mobituaries. you like Mo Rocca and our are just like interested in people's lives. That's another good one. I don't listen to it all the time. And but. my nerdiness is all things considered, but that's. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's a good one. And of course, This American Life. Life. That yeah, was yeah, like yeah, the yeah. OG podcast. Yes, I still like This American Life. I do too, man. David Sedaris on, well, that's getting into books, but he used to always, that's how I found David Sedaris like a yeah. million years ago. Was I'm, this American Life. I'm the dork that was a teenager and listening to it. Yeah. It's fine. It's yeah. Fine. It's all fine. Um. <laughs> Next topic. Next topic. Um, Music, books, or movies? TV. Okay, TV. <laughs> Which is none of the stuff you just None of what I said. Because like, like, now we're talking, we're, we're, I feel like we're getting into that genre because you said yes. something about The Office, so it got me thinking because okay. The Office is one of my favorite shows ever. So w- when we were talking, when you asked me favorite TV shows, I like put it in categories of like, what am I willing to watch over and over and over again? Mm-hmm. Like, what like am I willing to have on to go to sleep to? Oh, okay. Or like, just okay. like watch like when I need to like feel like good or, yeah. you know. Not that I need to go to TV for that. But, you know, like, sometimes you just need to... You don't have to have a laugh. We know. You know. And so, um... I qualify everything I say. You you are qualifying. Don't qualify. We don't have to explain our favorites. Um, It's fine. So, and then the other one was, like, what is my favorite must-have watch now? Like, that I tell everybody they need to watch. Yes. So, my... So, friends in the office are, like, I... I'm ashamed at how many times I've seen every episode of Friends. I even yeah. own them all on DVD. Actually, yeah, poor Rebecca is constantly like, you know that Friends? And I'm like, no. Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, I watched it, but I was not. But see, that whole that whole premise of that show was about relationship, right? Yeah, yeah. And also New York City, which oh, yeah, we'll get to that favorite. in a second. And then third, witty humor. I just like yeah. witty humor. I don't like slapstick. I'm not a slapstick person. Uh-huh. I, I, and I do like some dry. I also like British humor, which is why I like yeah. The Office. Yeah. But I, I, I like just like witty, well-placed lines. Mm-hmm. Like those are, that's my favorite kind of humor. And so, and then that fits all of those categories. Chandler. Yes. Chandler Bong. I do remember that one. 
<laughs> so I, I just like, I, and I feel like if you can find a show, so The Office fits into this, Seinfeld fits in this a little bit. You're probably too young for it. No, I like Seinfeld. Seinfeld and then Friends. I feel like they all have that that element about them that like you're like you're in just in a something happens in your life and you remember an episode mm-hmm. because it, it it like just relates so well. Yeah, uh, to a certain certain time of life or whatever. So I like shows like that. But my favorite TV show right now that. I tell everybody they have to watch, and if they haven't watched, I judge them internally. Um, is the marvelous Mrs. Maisel? Yes. And once again, that show is all about character development. It's all about witty one-liners. It's all about very well-timed dialogue. I like quick, fast dialogue. Uh-huh. Oh, shockingly, I like lots of words. I think it's hard <laughs> to believe. <laughs> And so, and really good character development and strong female lead. Yeah, those, that that's all of those. You know and what? The night the it's the turn of the century, nineteen twenties, nineteen thirties, nineteen forties, and the costuming is fracking unbelievable. Like, yes, unbelievable costuming. Okay, so. I know that's on my list because you keep telling me. Yes, I'm just um, going to keep telling you. You're going to keep telling me. Like at some point, I'm just going to come over with a bottle of wine and turn it on and make you watch it. So. That sounds good. I would do that. <laughs> Speaking of costuming, you forgot another show you really like. Oh, Downton Abbey. Yes. Yes. Um, that's another one. So that's interesting. Okay. I'm trying to think. Uh, well, you know, when you were talking and describing Miss Maisel, a show that I've really enjoyed that's coming to a close is Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Which I've never watched. Which you've never watched. Um, yeah. It might be a little, it's not real Christian at all. It's um, it's a little, <laughs> it's not, um, not for the faint of heart, but I think it's a musical. So they have musical number. It's like, I've never seen a show like it. And they really tackle a lot of topics with a lot of um, humor and grace. And I've just really enjoyed it. And Chris okay. even likes it. And it has Santino Fontana in the first couple. Um, okay. And I, I kind of have a thing for him. He's not on <laughs> it anymore. He left in season two. But um, so that kind of got me hooked. But my like uh, show that I you haven't watched that I judge you is Breaking Bad. Because I just yeah. think literally it is. I've watched the entire thing through twice and I would watch it again. Like it is just, I don't know. I just, I'm not going to get on my soapbox, but I just think it's the best show. And it's not like everyone's like, oh, it's a show about meth, but it's like, it's not about meth. It's about the people. And that's just sort of like the, what did they, what did Hitchcock call that? Like it was Um, a, um, it was like the thing, MacGuffin. Was it a MacGuffin? I think it was a MacGuffin where it was just like, that's like technically what it's about, but it's not what it's about. That, so yeah, yeah. Um, I think a lot of people are like, I like all the Jordan Peele movies. I don't know who that is. Key and Peele, Jordan Peele. He did, he did Get Out and like all the new horror movies. Oh, I'm, yeah. I don't watch horror movies. I haven't watched any of them. Oh, but that but genre yeah, is, and horror. it's not actually about horror. It's about right. the situation around I'm like it, but. 89% sure it's called MacGuffin. Yes. Um, thank you. But Alfred Hitchcock. Alfred Hitchcock was horror. And his, his yes. movies were horror movies, but they weren't really about what the horror yeah, was. Yeah. And so yeah. I think a lot of people see Breaking Bad on the surface and they're like, oh, it's about yeah. a meth dealer. But it's like, it's not about a meth dealer. It's yeah. about so much else. So love that oh, one. But I'm going to totally connect Jordan Peele and Alfred Hitchcock now. That's amazing. Okay. Keep going. <laughs> um, but my, uh, my, I watch them all the time shows are, um, the joy of painting with Bob Ross. And I'm not being an ironic hipster. Like I actually, <laughs> she's re- not, she's seriously I, not. I really do like sit down and watch that. That puts me to sleep. But it's like, I, I just love it. Um, and the other one are the Golden Girls and I love Lucy. Um, the Golden oh, Girls is good. like probably friends for me. Yeah. Like I just freaking love the Golden Girls. I think yeah. it is way underrated. 
it was just, it was like the ultimate like female show. I yes. love it. Yeah. Um, and then what was the other? Oh, I love Lucy because yeah, I like, I grew up on that. Like that was yeah. my Saturday morning. Like yeah, it's great. Love. I love Lucy. So yeah, those she, are mine. She definitely broke the ground for females in comedy is pretty yes. amazing. So, which I love that. Um, yeah. So it's interesting. You brought up Downton Abbey because that was my other one. Cause then I was then, cause we've been talking about comedies, but like, I mean, Breaking Bad is not a comedy, but kind of the 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 drama road. Like, I love anything period piece. Mm-hmm. We'll get into that when we get to novels. Mm-hmm. But so that kind of like launched this like black hole for me. Uh-huh. So I love Down Abbey. Um, I love all the characters. Yeah, I love the story, the time period. All do of you it. love how Matthew died? Because I thought that was a load oh, no. of BS. No, it went downhill after that. Yes. Yes, anyway, no, there were sorry. lots of weeping and gnashing and teeth about that. But, yeah. um, but no, I, um, that has started me down a path where now I watch, I love just Masterpiece, period. Oh, yeah. So I, Laura Linney. Yes. <laughs> so I love, I love, um, Poldark. Yeah. I love Victoria. I love, well, The Crown's not Masterpiece. The Crown is Netflix. Yes. But like all of that genre. Yeah. Um, now I've gotten really into because of Downton Abbey. Um, and speaking of the crown, Queen Elizabeth is one of my heroes. So yes. That's a must for me too, is keeping up with the crown. So yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. I like the crown too. Yeah. What about movies? Movies. Why don't you go? Since I feel like I've started the past couple favorite movies. Um, we have okay. this is where we very much diverged in our taste, <laughs> I feel like. <laughs> well, and the qualifier that we're not saying these are good movies. We're just saying that they're our favorites. Correct. Correct. Ooh, and I forgot an important one. Um, let me write it down because I'm afraid I'm going to start talking and forget. Yeah. Um, so, like, favorite movies ever. Okay, so, like, my best, like, The Godfather. Yeah. I enjoy watching it. Mm-hmm. I, en- I appreciate it on all levels of filmmaking. Yeah, I agree. But I also enjoy watching it, which, like, that doesn't always happen. That's like, true. there's a lot of movies I appreciate, but I'm like, I don't really want to watch it again. Yeah. The Godfather, I feel like, makes me think. I also love the books, too. Um, But then, like, just funny, silly movies I love watching. Do you remember the movie Drop Dead Fred? Yes. Okay. I freaking love Drop Dead Fred. And one time when Chris you and I were... such a whore. <laughs> <laughs> really? Why? I, I don't know. I thought it's in the same category as Beetlejuice. And kind of that, like, and I don't really get that whole genre. Well, let me tell you the greatest thing that, one of the greatest things that ever happened to me, aside from Chris, Maddie, and Penny, was that one time for a while, Dom, it was either Domino's or Papa John's was doing this thing where if you ordered a pizza, you got a DVD with it. Mm -hmm. This was like 10, like 10 years ago. I remember that. When Chris and I, we were dating. And it was like, you could get a, I think it was like, there were four and you would like get one of them and you didn't know which one. And one time we ordered a pizza and Drop Dead Fred came with it. And Chris loves Drop Dead Fred too, and we like lost it. That so we actually have totally it on DVD, weird. which is awesome because you can't find it on DVD. Yes. And I was like, oh my God, oh my gosh, Drop Dead Fred. So it was a really good day for us. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> that's one of them. Um, obviously, Home Alone. Yeah. I mean, that's I, one of my kids' favorite. I can't. Yeah. It's, it's, I still laugh every year. Um, the Bird Cage. That's a great one. The Bird Cage is hilarious. And then Amelie is just one of those, like, Beautiful. that's a very yeah. four movie too, I think. It is. Um, but then. Two that I think are just, like, funny, but I wouldn't call them favorites, but I really enjoy. I really like all the um, 
Simon Pegg, Nick Frost, uh, Edgar Wright movies, which is like Shaun of the Dead and Hot yes. Fuzz. And they did another one I didn't like as much, but um, Shaun of the Dead is like the comedy zombie movie. And I just, it's like every time I watch it, I get something else out of it. Um, and then there's this movie called Slow Learners that is an indie romantic comedy that came out a couple okay. years ago and it was on Netflix and it's not anymore, but I think it is one of the funniest movies I've ever seen. Okay, interesting. And it just, cra- it's the guy so saying we're never going to get to watch it. But I don't know. I, they might add it back. I don't know. Amazon where you, Prime, maybe. Maybe yeah. Amazon Prime, but it's called Slow Learners and it has the guy from a Mindy Project in it, Adam Pally, and then mm. this other, this female comedian, and I can't remember her name, but it is just like the funniest commentary on like dating right now. And it just, like the first scene alone, I like I cry laughing. If I'm ever in a like sad mood, I just watch it. I can't now because it's, awesome. it's not on Netflix anymore. Um, oh, I'm but sorry, it's a good one. Okay, you go. Okay, so I'm so basic um, when it comes to movies. <laughs> so my favorite like classic movies. I I I am not being um, basic. I really Casablanca is one of my favorite movies of all uh-huh. times. Um, and I love Guess Who's Coming to Dinner uh-huh. um, with. Um, why am I going blank on his name? Sydney Poitier. Okay. Do you know the movie? No, I don't know. Okay, so it's uh, 1960s. He, you know, Sydney Poitier was one of the few black actors. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, first black actor to win an Oscar. Somebody can quote if I'm quoting that incorrectly. I think you're right. Can me, can correct me, but I'm pretty sure he was the first black Oscar winner for best actor for this movie. Um, and he, um, and so he's. This is back when interracial stuff was very taboo mm-hmm. and um he so he you know meets this white woman they fall in love and she you know they're off at college or they've graduated from college and you know living away from parents and she's going to dinner with her parents and she calls her parents is like i'm bringing my boyfriend home but mm-hmm. doesn't tell them and yeah shows up to this very rich wealthy white like i would say new england type mm-hmm. atmosphere um and it's just beautifully written um, who's the woman I'm going blank on her name, but, um, yeah, look that up. But it's, I, there, it's just, it's funny and, uh, wonderful commentary on society and, but it's done in a way that is endearing and the conversations and just the story. I just, it's one of my favorites. Um, and then my other one's the breakfast club. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm a basic eighties girl. So, um, I love, I love the breakfast club because I love, Oh, Catherine Hepburn. Yes. I'm sorry. Why did I go blank on her name? It's Catherine Hepburn and sitting Poitier, which I love everything Catherine Hepburn does too. Um, breakfast at Tiffany's, all of those. So I own all of those DVDs, but, um, but the breakfast club just fits into my whole, obviously my whole genre of things I like, cause mm-hmm. I like multiple characters. I love multiple weird characters and how stories diverge yeah yeah or converge not diverge converge um so that's what i love that's why i love the breakfast club all of my favorite movies happen to be like multiple storylines ensemble cast ensemble cast i love an ensemble Mm -hmm. cast do you like um freaks and geeks i do like freaks and geeks i love you know i love any of the movies where they have ensemble cast like i like all of those yeah hence my love for um love actually which i know you don't like but it's not that I don't think it's enjoyable to watch. It's just like the message is oh, it's terrible, horrendous, yes, and no, it's I like kind of one of those where I watch. It. I'm like, why am I? It's like when you watch Disney movies with your kids, and you're like, oh, okay, yeah, that's not that's not what I want to portray. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would agree with that, but it's more of like the the character development and the multi yes storylines. Yes. And you're an extrovert, so it doesn't surprise me that you like an ensemble cast. Whereas. The things I like are more like a couple Individual. people. Individual, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's funny. Yeah, the more the better for me. The yeah. more storylines, the better. Books. Books. 
Um, so I definitely have different categories for this. Okay, go. Lots of different categories. So my favorite book of all time that I have read, I can't even count how many times I read it, is Pride and Prejudice. Once okay. again, hashtag basic. Um, but I love, but I, that goes back to my love for um, British period pieces. Yeah. And strong female characters. Extremely witty. The mm-hmm. writing is, every time I would read it, I laugh more at the wittiness of it. Mm-hmm. Um so, like, the Jane Austen's ability and the time period that she was writing in to be able to write the way she did mm-hmm. was groundbreaking. Now we read it and we're like, oh, you know, this is mm-hmm. boring or whatever. But the work that she did with her female characters and the way that they dialogued mm-hmm. was groundbreaking when she wrote it. Um, so I think that's what I love about all of her stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, anything, anything by her, I love. Um my favorite genre is historical fiction, obviously. Uh-huh. And then my favorite Christian thinker. So we were discussing this offline yesterday and we were talking, it's so funny because I want to be a Christian writer, um, but I don't really like Christian nonfiction very much. Uh-huh. Like I don't really, I'm not really into like self-help yeah. or, I mean, I like theology. So yeah. I'll read some theology, uh, but like devotion. yeah. Christian, Christian inspiration. Uh-huh. Like, that's just not, those aren't my genres. So, but I do like deep Christian thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I mean, C.S. Lewis. I mean, anything mm-hmm. by, The Great Divorce is my favorite. But anything by C.S. Lewis, Lewis I love. Because yeah. I like allegory. Yeah. And he, he's an allegorical writer. So yeah. I like insinuations to Christian themes more than direct Christian themes. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, like, I love Madeline Lingle. I mean, one uh-huh. of my favorite books of all time is A Wrinkle in Time. Uh-huh. I mean, it's my favorite. One of my favorites. Uh-huh. Um, and then Ensemble. I love Little Women because it's oh, Ensemble yeah, Little Women. Man. And then the book that changed me as a, an older child, young teenager, was To Kill a Mockingbird. Yeah. I think that book... Um, changed my heart of the way I see other people mm-hmm. in a way that I don't know any other literature did. So oh, that's great. Yeah. That's a good one. Yep. That's you and I was trying to think if that was true of To Kill a Mockingbird for me, but I don't, I don't think I appreciate it until I was older. Mm-hmm. Um, I, the books, <laughs> this seems weird, but the two books that I really identified with as a kid were Matilda and Harriet the Spy. Yeah. Um, so both strong females. Yes. Both um, different. Yes. Both felt like Very they didn't unique. fit in. Yeah. Um, which I obviously identified with all of that. Now looking back, I'm like, oh, that makes sense. <laughs> um, plus, I'm a bit of a voyeur, so I liked the Harriet the Spy, like, yes. uh, spying on people. I yeah. enjoyed that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I couldn't really pick, I picked writers, because I. Yeah. it's too hard to books but I think that's okay yeah. um so C.S. Lewis yeah but I actually prefer his not allegorical stuff yes. to like the great divorce and stuff like that um David Sedaris is probably my favorite writer if I had to pick yeah. like one person I just I've never cried laughing as much and it's like not even that you like satire, obviously. All, a lot of your movie choices yes. are satire related. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Interesting. I should process that later. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I just love David Sears. He just, there's just something about the way he writes about everyday humanity that is just so, it like cracks you up. But then there's also this element where it makes you think. And mm-hmm. it's like, 
it's buried under there, I think, because you. I feel like you can read his writing on levels. I feel like you can read it surfacey mm-hmm. and be like, he wrote a story about pooping at a dinner party that I will just cry when I think about it now. But then it also, if you read it on a deeper level, it's like two pages long. But you can also read into like human behavior so much. Like yeah. it's just it's it's layered, and I think he's just completely brilliant. And he's yeah. also OCD, which I relate to him and like the neurosis. I'm like, oh, someone's like me. Um, so I really enjoy him and uh, the Harry Potter series. Yeah, I just could read that over and over and over and over again. I get oh, and I don't really like fantasy. Me neither. It's very one much. of the few that I like too. I agree. Yeah, it's I'm just not a fantasy person. It's not. I don't know. It's. It's a MacGuffin. It's not really about wizarding. It's not. So good. Yeah. My favorite novel is a book called A Confederacy of Dunces by John Kennedy O'Toole. And it's kind of a cool story. It was written years ago. Um, I think, I believe, it takes place in New Orleans, and I believe he was at Tulane. And the author actually killed himself. So it was the only book he ever wrote, but his mom found it, like, in his stuff and took it to Tulane. And, like, it got published, and it won a Pulitzer Prize. And it's just really, really good. Also about, like, human behavior mostly and commentary on society. It's a great book. Um, And then Tom Wolfe. Mm -hmm. Love Tom Wolfe. Love everything. And Ruth Reichel. um, If we're talking, like, Mm -hmm. food. And she, I I don't know. Her writing is about food, but it's about life. And she is, like, probably one of my favorite people who is still living. Um, And I love her. And I think she's an incredible writer. And if anyone has any questions, I would like to recommend lots of books to you. So message us. Yes, for sure. I could could have a whole other podcast just on books. Maybe we Uh, will do that at some point. But um, I forgot my other, I forgot another genre. Um, Poetry, poetry, prose, essay kind of. Uh Uh-huh. Like short writing like that. Wendell Berry is my favorite. That's good. Who's your favorite? Probably Flannery. Hmm, that's a good one. Uh-huh. But I throw David Sedaris in essays, too. Yeah, but, so poetry? Poetry, my, I'm, I'm not a big poetry person, surprisingly, mm-hmm. but um, I think yeah, William is Blake is yeah. who I've always just, like, his is the only poetry that, like, I've read and actually, like, hmm. oh, and Khalil Gibran, am I saying that right? The Lebanese yeah. poet? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I, his, uh, The Prophet is one of my favorite books of all time, and I just, find so much wisdom in it but um william blake man i actually wear this bracelet that has a william blake line from a poem in it Mm -hmm. um so love that my probably my other favorite besides wendell berry is elizabeth barrett browning oh yeah and she had a so i grew up in waco for people that know waco texas i know i don't know chip and joanna um but she had a home there oh we used to go we used to go as kids it's like a field trip like was Uh her home um and so i think i that seems random yeah isn't that random i think maybe she taught at baylor people are gonna totally send me emails because that may not be true but she did have a home there um and she um or like a home that maybe she wrote one of her poems in and, like, they just got dedicated. I don't remember mm-hmm. the exact story, but there's just a history there. And so I got introduced to her poetry as a young age, at a young age. And so she's one of my favorites, too. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm not, like, a huge poetry person. I'm not either. That's not really, it's not really my thing either. Oh, but um, the, who just died? Why am I blanking on her name? Mary. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mary Oliver. Mary Oliver. She's wonderful, too. I enjoy her poetry, but I think yes. everybody does. That's super basic. Yes. Like, everyone likes Mary Oliver. Yeah. Um, but that's what makes it great, too. I think yeah. what makes great poetry, to me, I mean, I'm not, the poetry, I have a, I have a lot of English literature background, but poetry is not one of those areas that I have a lot of background in. But I think what makes great poetry is taking 
is is the magnification of the real things of life. Mm-hmm. Um, and somebody who can do that well that speaks yeah. to everyone makes them a good poet. I think so too. Yeah, so. that's good. We like books. We what do like books, obviously. Um, ooh, okay. Can we talk about makeup and skincare? Yeah, do you even have any written down? No. <laughs> <laughs> I I am so I could um, if if every if somebody eradicated all me- makeup from the world forever, I would not care. And I would be so sad. Yes, makeup is not my skincare. I do. I mean, I do take good care of my skin. I like feeling fresh and clean, and I care about my skin. I just don't care about makeup. But do you have any, like, products that you're, like, I have to use this skincare, like, this moisturizer or whatever that are, like, no. that you're loyal to? I'm not loyal to anything. So I'm not loyal I'm to loyal a lot to either. What? I'm loyal. I If it works. Uh-huh. And it's on sale. Uh-huh. And it doesn't have too many chemicals in it. Yeah. I bet other, I don't have a brand loyalty when it comes to skincare. I do take care of my skin. And I have a regimen. Yeah. But it's not attached to a product. Okay. It's, I, you know, I've washed my face with cleanser. I use toner. I put on a night cream. I put on moisturizer with sunscreen in the morning. So I have a regimen that I follow, mm-hmm. but I don't have any specific products that I care about. Yeah. And I'm, I know I'm you mostly, do. no, actually, I, I'm not really. Like, I, there's a couple things that I will only buy, like, one kind of. But, like, for the most part, I'm pretty, like, all over the place. I do exclusively buy Tarte Shape Tape Concealer. Okay. Because, and it's exclusive to Ulta. But if you are at all tuned into the makeup world, like, it's, like, ridiculous how good it is. And I have horrible genetic dark circles. Um, and it is one of the only things that, like, really covers up without me having to layer concealer on. Like, it's just very good. I really like that stuff. And it's super popular, um, I think, because it's awesome. And it also, you can use it all over your face, which some concealers, like... It's only spots. Yeah, yeah. but um, this is just one of those. And it lasts forever, like, one, two... I mean, it's, like, 30 bucks, which I'm like, am I spending $30 on concealer? But it lasts a long time. Um, The other one, this is very random, but I enjoy the look of lipstick, but I don't like how like I don't like to wear makeup that I have to think about like I yeah, that's I, why I don't wear lipstick yeah but yeah. I have found one formula and y'all I have a lot of lipstick like she I, does it's legit it's impressive. ridiculous but <laughs> I have one formula that I can wear a bright lipstick in this formula and it fades perfectly and I don't have to worry about it and I can wear it all day and it'll fade and it doesn't leave that like ring around my mouth that I yes. probably have right now no, you um don't. but and it's the it's NYX, so it's like NYX. They yeah, sell yeah. it at like Target and CVS and stuff. And yeah. it's the soft. Okay, so there's like a bunch of these, but this formula is soft matte lip cream. Again, y'all, NYX soft matte lip cream, and like the color you see in the tube is like what color it will be on your mouth, and it just and it's comfortable and it's not a dry matte, but it also doesn't like get all over your glass. Like it is just, it's the only formula I will wear a bright lipstick in and I'm obsessed with it. So that is my favorite. And you should trust her. She tries a lot of lipstick. I really, like it's kind of, <laughs> it's kind of gross. Like I'm, I feel like a little grossed out with myself by the amount of like lipstick I have that I don't even use, but like this stuff I actually use and I don't wear really lipstick awesome. a lot, but when I do, I wear that. Um, and then bag balm. Yeah, that stuff's great. Bag Balm is amazing. You introduced it's, me to that, and I do love it. It's like a um, lanolin-based. Uh, it's almost like petroleum jelly, but it's lanolin-based. Yeah, and it's, I guess it was originally made in Vermont for, like, cow udders uh-huh. in the winter. But um, yeah. I put it on my lips before bed, and I wake up every morning, and they're, like, super wonderful. Um, and then, oh, hair. 
The only hair product I'm loyal to is this stuff. And I kind of don't want to talk about it because it's hard to find. And I'm afraid it's going to be harder to find if someone else tries to buy it. But it's Garnier, like at the grocery, or like, you know, drugstore. Um, and it's called Texture Tease. And it's a texturizing spray. So it's not a dry shampoo. But it's like, if you've ever tried the Oribe texture spray, it's like $45 a bottle. Yeah. It's insane. But it gives your hair like this really good grip and like a little bit more of a matte texture. And like my hair is kind of fine textured, so I need some, like, oomph yeah. to it. But this stuff's, like, $4. I yeah. can't. And you have to order it online. Like, I don't even ever see it in stores, but I am obsessed with it. Yeah. So good. So if you have, like, slightly, like, cause my hair's thick, but it's fine. Like, it, if you have remotely fine hair, this stuff will change your life, seriously. So, yeah. I'll agree with the bag balm. I put it on my lip every night before bed, and it makes a big difference. So it's I will say stuff. that I do like that. And it's cheap. And it's, it's, like, cheap. nothing. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and so... I will. I do not have any loyalty to specific any specific brands, but I will say I am so thankful for the invention of tinted moisturizer. Ah, so I am not a makeup person. I don't wear very much makeup. I don't like base at all. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Or foundation. Or I love that you call it base. <laughs> <laughs> foundation. You know what I'm talking about. Yes, I know. I know. Um, I don't lie. I don't. I don't even own any. Yeah. I don't wear found any foundation. Yeah. I wore it when I was younger because everybody wore it, but I yeah. don't like it. So, but, so I went through a long period where I only wore powder, uh-huh. but let's just be real. I'm almost 40 years old. I have some imperfections, but I don't want to wear base or foundation. Uh-huh. So if I want to look a little bit more made up, I love tinted moisturizer. Okay. Because. Do you have a kind you like? Yeah. Laura, Laura Mercier. Yeah. Yeah. Is my favorite. I'm sure there's, there are other good brands out there though. That's just the one that was recommended to me and I've stuck with it and yeah. I like it. Um, and I have, you know, I have my color that I wear there in the summer and my color that I wear during the winter because I tan really easily. Um, but I just like it because it's just like just the slightest bit of color. I don't feel like I have any makeup on. Yeah. And I put a little bit of powder on it and I'm good to go. So That's I will awesome. say that I have a loyalty to tinted moisturizer. I've heard a lot of people say the Laura Mercier one's really good. Yeah, I really like it. Yeah. That's awesome. Oh, I, for, I forgot one. What? Cody Airspun Loose Powder. Okay. It's, like, in the 1920s packaging. Oh, that's awesome. They sell it at, like, Walgreens or whatever. Yeah. Um, and it's, like, this big old-school thing of loose powder. It smells like an old lady, but if you can get past that, it is just the best. Because I have, like, really oily skin. And it'll keep my makeup set. So I wouldn't use it. So if it's like dry. a translucent powder? It is, but it's got, like, some coverage. And okay. it just, it's, like, very finely milled. So you can put a lot of it on, but it won't, like, cake. Okay. Um, I use it to, like, I, like, bake under my eyes, which is where you, like, put a lot of powder and let it sit to, like, set your concealer. And I, like, it, anyway, now we're getting into something else. But, um. Yeah, it, you do a lot more than I do. It's just. <laughs> it's I'm just, like, you're, you're speaking of our language, too. I'm like, you do what to your concealer? I don't even wear concealer. <laughs> but it is, um, it's a really good loose powder. Yeah. Not if you have dry skin, though. But, okay. Enough feeling like we're selling shit. So. Oh, you have to beep that. I am going to have to bleep that. <laughs> I think that's the first time I've <laughs> no, oh, it's, it's not. It's, it's not. not the first time I've no. cussed. But I, this one I'm actually going to bleep instead of edit out because it fits better. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Um, okay, food. Food. What do we want to talk about food? food I want to know. I have questions. What yes, is your favorite meal? Like not, meal of the day? Yeah. Breakfast for sure. Breakfast. Me too. Yes. Yeah. But we've both agreed that not at breakfast time. Not at breakfast time. Because I'm not that hungry in the morning. But if... If, say, you're on vacation, yeah, and you get to, like, and you're, like, a condo or whatever, and so you're going to make most of your meals in the condo, uh-huh. but you get to do one meal a day where you don't. 
Oh. I would choose to go out to breakfast. Yeah. That's but not like at like 7 a.m., but like yeah. at 10 a.m. Yes. So I'm a brunch girl. Brunch. I'm a brunch girl. Yeah. Yes, that's definitely my favorite. I girl. really enjoy breakfast food. Yeah, me too. That's part of my favorite. What's your favorite like um, actual thing to eat or can you pick one? Like type of food? Or yeah, like if, if someone's like taking out for your birthday dinner, like what is it that you want? I like anything with curry. Uh-huh. So that's my favorite. So Indian, Thai. Uh-huh. Which is unfortunate because my family loves a lot of different types of food, but they do not like that type of yeah. food. Yeah. Like I'd never eat Indian food. Yeah. Because I would have to go by myself. I love Indian food. So um I you know, anything Indian, Ethiopian, yeah. Thai, anything that's like a curry base to it I love. And I love um like anything Mediterranean, like Syrian, mm-hmm. that type of food. I mm-hmm. love. That's so awesome. That's, that those flavors are my flavoring, I guess. I, I would like. say I pretty much agree with all that. Yeah. Um, I do have a special place for southern food too. Yeah. But not like gratuitous southern food. But like, you're a good southern girl. Like real so, southern food. Yeah. Um, so I like that. But I would say, yeah, breakfast. But I am I am team savory breakfast. I do not like a lot of sweets in general. Yeah, I'm the same way. Um, so I would I'm like an bacon, uh, yeah, omelet. um, ham and cheese omelet with a side of bacon. I'm not scared. Rancheros is yes. one of my favorite meals if it's yes. done right. Um, um, I love a good breakfast taco. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. So that's definitely yes. mine. So curiosity, we didn't talk about this beforehand. Favorite Southern restaurant in Atlanta. Ooh. Okay. Probably okay. Cafe. That's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's it's consistent. Yes. And I think it's pretty legit. Yeah. But I feel like Southern food constantly disappoints me when I eat it out. Mm. Because I have this... I feel like Southern food is not as, like, fattening and, like, um, as over the top to as yeah. we have... Well, and as we culturally have made it to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, my grandma like hardly ever... Like, soul food shouldn't be as rich as it's... Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, my grandma would make, like you know, pinto beans with chow chow. And like that, yes. like, but now it's like, everyone's like, oh, did your grandma make fried chicken and mac and cheese? And you're like, no, they would have never eaten that in the same meal. Like, it's just like, it, yeah. I don't know. I feel like it's become this really heavy thing, but I yes. like like regular, like actual Southern food. Yeah, like yeah. a like lot a of beans and, and vegetables yeah. and like stuff like you that. Like, I enjoy it. Yeah. Yes, I yeah. do. Yeah. And I don't know. And so, okay. Cafe. I love okay. Cafe. Um, but I feel like it can be a little extreme. A mm-hmm. little bit. But I think actually Cracker Barrel has some good Southern food. Their yeah. mac and cheese is horrendous, but they do have some. Biscuits and gravy is amazing. I've never had it there. Their I pancakes are awesome. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm real. Maybe it's just that I'm picky. Yeah. I think JCT is good, but that's sort of like elevated but Southern. But elevated Southern, kind of like South City Kitchen or something. But as yeah, far yeah. as like Grandma's Cooking, I think it's called Grandma's Cooking for a reason because you can't find it at a yeah, restaurant. That's a really good point. I love that. Um, okay, so what are your other food questions? Well, I don't actually have that many other food oh, questions. What did we say? Oh, oh, that's in our rapid fire. Okay. Oh, but I do want to know what your favorite, like, crap, GMO, gross gas station snack food is. Like, that you are, like... Hot Cheetos. Hot Cheetos. Flamin' hot. Flamin' hot. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel totally gross after I eat them, but I legit still eat them. Oh, my God. That's it? That, you only have one? I have so many. Um, I love junk food. I mean, I do too. I'm ju- I mean, I love Doritos. Do yeah, Doritos. I love Doritos. Doritos. Cool Ranch or Nacho Cheese? Depends on the mood. I like them both. Okay, but if you had to pick one. Cool Ranch. Okay. Yeah. And um, I like beef jerky. 
a lot. Like Slim Jims? Like, no, not like Slim I like flat beef jerky. Not, I don't like Oh, stick like a jerky. stick. Okay. I like flat beef jerky. Okay. I love beef jerky. It's weird, I know. That's a little weird. Because yeah. I'm not really a red meat eater. Yeah, but. Yeah. Well, I guess it's not that weird. Um, <laughs> it's really Texas to snack on beef, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> we have it for every meal. <laughs> so that's for snack. There you go. Okay, I would love to talk about my junk food. And maybe okay. I'll spark something in yeah, you. Maybe you will. Junk food, uh, savory. I like smart food, white cheddar popcorn in the black bag. Yeah. I like Cheez-Its. Oh, yeah, Cheez-Its. Anything regular cheesy. Cheez-Its. Yeah. Um, I like regular Cheetos and also cheese puffs. But if I had to choose, I would probably pick a Cheeto because I like the crunch. Um, <laughs> I see, I would pick the puff. Except for mm. unless it's flaming hot, then I want the Cheeto. <laughs> I like the crunchy Cheeto. I had some really good Cheetos in Mexico recently. They put this, like, special chili powder on them, and mm. they were delicious. I need to try to find them. Okay, so I like that. Um, and then for sweet, oatmeal cream pies are my jam, yeah. as are Oreos. So, Oreos. road trip with me. Oreos oh, sure. and kettle chips. I like either regular, like, just sea salt, yeah. or I also enjoy the, um, why am I blanking? The jalapeno ones. Yeah. Okay. Did I spark anything? Yes. I I just like chips in general. Yeah, me too. I don't think there's a potato chip or tortilla chip that I don't like. Yeah. I can't think of one. Uh I love them all. Yeah. Um, And then I'm I'm not a sweets person. Yeah. I really am not. Like, I don't ever crave a sweet. Like, occasionally I'll crave a piece of dark chocolate. But, like, Uh junk food-wise, I never go towards No, nothing. Nothing. What's, what about Little Debbie's? Everyone has a Little Debbie they like. I mean, if I was going to have to pick a Little Debbie, it's Swiss Cake Rolls. Yeah, those are good. But I don't have like a, like, I don't like crave. Mm-hmm. I don't crave any sweet junk food. Um, you don't like oatmeal cream pies? I no. think they're so good. Sorry, we already talked about this on our last bonus episode, yeah. so I probably need to shut up about oatmeal cream pies. <laughs> you're going to walk, you're going to come <laughs> out and there's going to be a big box of oatmeal cream pies. Everybody's going to start sending you oatmeal cream pies. I would um, love that. <laughs> and Maddie and Penny don't like them, and it really made me sad. I was like, Ooh. you guys, it was like this whole thing. I was like, yes. we're going to try oatmeal cream pies, oh, and they were, they were not interested. Yeah. Very no. sad. They said, yucky, bleh. I mean, I like an Oreo. I like a Girl Scout cookie, but, like, mm-hmm. I don't, like, crave it. With, like, I legit crave potato chips and... Oh, yeah, me too. Savory like over sweet all the time. All the time. Um, and, oh, we had this conversation yesterday about road trip food. Um, I love a combo. Like, and I think combos are horrendous. And, I mean, I don't eat them anymore. Like, yeah. I do still eat Cheetos and Doritos. But yeah. I don't eat combos anymore. Um, and that was, like high school college road yeah but I did buy a pack the other day for the fun of it when I was when yeah. we were like on the road to the beach or something and we stopped at a gas station and the kids like were like this is disgusting why are because what are are they like cheddar cheese filled well pretzels? yeah they're like Isn't that what they are? pretzels that are filled and then what are they filled with though lots of things like what that's a great question what kind do you like don't they have like a pepperoni pizza one? Am I making that yes, up? Yes, and they have cheese. I just like the plain cheese ones. Is it like nacho cheese, like yellowy? Yeah, I mean, it's fake, yeah it but is. it's like yeah, yellow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I like honey mustard pretzels. Oh no! You know what's delicious are those Snyder's pretzel bits, but the buffalo yes. wing ones. The buffalo and the honey mustard. I once ate like almost a whole bag of those, and I got so. But they're so good, <laughs> they're and you're like, oh, so it's just good. a little like yeah, a little bite of pretzel, a little bite, and then you eat the whole thing. But the <laughs> buffalo ones are so good. I don't really. Yeah, get us mixing these with our motion sickness issues. I know really Rebecca bad. and I both have really bad motion sickness, so <laughs> we probably should eat these fun things. To drive <laughs> we want stinky cheese snacks, and we're gonna throw them up on you later so oh my god that's funny okay rapid fire we're wrapping yes. up i'm just gonna ask you rapid fire questions okay. or should we answer should you answer and then i answer 
Or should you go through and ask me? You have all the questions, so I'll go first. And then you'll ask me the questions after. Do you see what I'm saying? Oh, I see what you're saying. Let's answer it. Let's just, okay. Okay. Favorite color? Red. Mine is red, orange, and yellow. Sun colors. Okay. Favorite pen? We have the same answer for this. Yeah, but I don't remember the name of it. It's Pentel RSVP. Yes. It's the best pen. And you have to get the fine one because the medium one is garbage. And they're almost hard to find in the stores. You have to buy them. I buy mine on Amazon in like 24 packs. Me too. They're my favorite pen. Okay. Favorite depression food? (laughs) (laughs) That was my idea. I I, I like it. I like it so much. Favorite depression food? Nachos fully loaded. Okay, that's also mine or a really good cheeseburger. But I also eat those things when I'm not depressed. I just really like those foods. But when I'm, like, in a bad place. Well, but, okay, here's the difference. Is I can eat fully loaded nachos all the time. But the only time I don't feel bad about eating them, oh. which that's a whole other story for another time. We shouldn't feel bad about eating food. But I, the I only time I don't feel bad about eating them is when I'm depressed or stressed. Yeah. Yeah. We have the same one. That's funny. Okay. <laughs> Favorite flower? Tulip. Any color? No, but I love them all. My favorite flowers are orange and yellow roses and also carnations. I love carnations. These are good to know. I need to file that in the back of my brain. You can just listen to this episode. Okay. Favorite <laughs> fantasy decade to live in? 20s. Me too. We have the same one. That's awesome. I know. But we have to qualify that with fantasy decade because the 20s also really sucked. But we just are talking about like <laughs> the Great Depression. <laughs> sounded great. Oh, no, wait. The Great Depression was in the 40s. I, I, I do know my history, by the way. But yeah. Anyways, but the 20s but weren't great. great. No, that was World War One. Yeah. It's like, but it's still like, you know, the fashion. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, favorite meal. I guess we already answered that. Let's get that one. Favorite time of year, season. Fall. For everything, there is a season. Fall. Hashtag Bible fall. Okay. Mine is, um, I don't, I had a hard time answering this. Mine is like actually right now, like end of spring, beginning of summer. Cause I would say spring, but I have like sinus issues and really bad pollen, mm-hmm. but I just love the whole like new life and flowers. It's just like, I totally wake up in the spring. I feel like so spring, um, favorite form of exercise. Spinning. Mine's yoga. It was a surprise to no one. Oh, my God. That's so funny. They, that totally puts our Enneagrams. Oh, whoa, that's weird. <laughs> Enneagram and coffee should do, like, a exercise, like exercise for each. Totally, yeah. Okay. Um, favorite pizza toppings? Hawaiian. So, pineapple. Ham and pineapple. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mine's real bougie. But it's basically, I like salad on pizza. Like, an arugula salad with, like, shaved Parmesan and lemon juice on top of, like, See, that a, doesn't count. I mean, it does count. Yeah. But, like, that, like there's, those are two different things. Okay. So, you have your pizza toppings that you order from Domino's, and then you have your favorite Okay, pizza. Domino's, I would order, um, if it were just me and I didn't have to consider other people, I would order bacon, mushrooms, and feta, probably. Mm, that's, that's still pretty big. And jalapenos. <laughs> and jalapenos. Jalapenos. I love jalapenos on my pizza. I know. Love people, jalapenos. we don't think about that, oh, especially on white pizza. It's so good. So I keep a jar of jalapenos. Yeah. Specifically for that, because I order and nobody in my family wants jalapenos yeah. on pizza, so I add it later. Yeah. Yeah. I'm actually real tired of pizza, because four-year-olds, I can't handle it anymore. Um, <laughs> ice cream flavor. Rocky Red. Mine's Oreo. Favorite cookie? So you, you don't really like sweets, but what's your favorite cookie? Snickerdoodle. A snickerdoodle. Mm-hmm. I love cinnamon sugar. Interesting. Mine is a um, white chocolate macadamia nut. Mm, that's a good one, too. I like that I one. love those. With a little coconut, which, like, no one does, but it's mm-hmm. so good with coconut. It love just makes it. sense. Um, and if you do brown butter, it's like, what the hell is that? That's a second beep. Yeah, we don't have to beep that one. We don't have to beep. Okay. No. <laughs> um, favorite libation? Red wine. Any particular variety? Mm, depends on what I'm eating. 
What about if you're just sipping on the couch? Uh, a Pinot, if I'm just sipping on the couch. Have you seen the movie Sideways? Do you remember that movie? Yes, but I don't, rem- I don't remember it, but I remember the movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, I would say mine is whiskey. Or probably bourbon, actually. Bourbon. Okay. Bourbon is whiskey. But it's like a type. Yeah. It's like a subset. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, favorite gemstone? Sapphire. Emerald. <laughs> and because we're coming up on summer, hot dog or hamburger? Hot dogs. I'm hamburger. Well, no, actually, okay. It depends if I know the person who made it. I will, I'm just real, like, weird about, like, ground meat. Yeah, with other, Especially, especially like, the E. coli breakout right now with it. Like, did you see is that? Is that happening now? Mm-hmm. That wouldn't happen if you got your ground beef from White Oak Pastures. <laughs> um, <laughs> they really don't sponsor us. I just really love them. And I feel I like I too. talk about That's it too much. That's where I got mine, too. That's where um, I got mine. But I'm just funny about, like, people put weird stuff in hamburgers sometimes, and then it's also, and like, they're think, hard to cook. And people don't prepare. Yeah, I think, and people, like, even the the making of a hamburger patty, before, like, you have to take good care with hamburger. You do. And so, at least yeah, a hot I dog, I already stuff. know they're kind of gross. And, like, if you burn it, it's better. Yeah. So, and, I feel like it's safe. You can eat a hot dog raw because it's already cooked. Yeah. It doesn't really matter. So, I would yeah. say, uh, if, I, if I'm cooking it, I have a hamburger with, like, a naked hot dog. That's, like, what I do. I have one of each. Ugh, I like my hot dogs fully loaded. I like them naked. I do like a varsity hot dog. Mm, varsity is mm, so good. All right. <laughs> these are our favorites. Did we forget anything? Is anyone still listening to this? Oh. By the way? I, I thought of something. What? Favorite emoji. Oh. Okay. You go first. Oh, I know what mine is. Go ahead. Okay. So I have two different ones. So okay. I have one that I use to a point it probably annoys people and that's the laughing crying emoji. Yes. I use because that that's how I, that's how I signify sarcasm. So before emojis, oh. before emojis, I would make a sarcastic comment in a text uh-huh. and or an email and people might not know I was being sarcastic. They wouldn't know you're joking. They wouldn't know I was joking. Yeah. So I use that as my joking. Do you find it interesting that we have like reverted back to hieroglyphics at this point? Like we. I feel like this is the conversation. For- <laughs> it is. But think about it. Like we've gone through all yes. of this, like making up language and words. And now we're going back to communicating through pictures. It's yes. very interesting. It's very interesting. But my favorite one that I'm so glad that they added that I love using is the head exploding one. That's a good one. That's I used that recently. Favorite. My favorite is the uh, salsa dancing lady. Actually, oh, I have a, a, a keychain of that. But it, it just is the one that I signify that I'm excited. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. I use that one too. Yeah, that's, that's a good, good one. one. Mm-hmm. How long is this episode? If you're still listening to this, <laughs> 53 minutes. <for> <laughs> if you listen to us for almost an hour, ramble Should on. Should we go spiritual at all and ask for favorite Bible verse? Yeah, I have one. I know what mine is. I can't tell you where it's from. Yes. Mine's the, well, I don't know my exa- the exact address of mine either. I bet I can Google it real quick. Yeah, the first Corinthians. I should know this because it's my website address. <laughs> it's my website. Oh, that's funny. But the, the jars of clay. Um, oh, yes, yes. Yes, yes. I'm going to look it up for you guys right now. Um, because I want to read it out loud because it's my favorite. So mine is from the message and some people, okay. May not so second Corinthians four, seven through nine, but we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that the surpassing power belongs to God and not to us. We are afflicted in every way, but not crushed, perplexed, but not driven to despair, persecuted, but not forsaken, struck down, but not destroyed. That's good. But I love the idea that, that like, we're ordinary jars of clay, mm-hmm. but we have ex- an extraordinary power in us. Yeah. And it's his power in us. It's not us, which I have to remind myself on a daily basis. That's a good one. Mine is Romans 8, 15 through 17 from the message version. Um, this resurrection life you receive from God is not a timid grave tending life. It's adventurously expectant. Greeting God with a childlike what's next, Papa. God's spirit touches our spirits and confirms who we really are. We know who he is and we know who we are, father and children. 
I love that passage. That's the, that's the, in the non-message. That's like where we, our hearts cry out, Abba Father. Yeah, that's, I love that That would one. definitely be in my top five too. That's a really good one. I like that. I just yes. love um, adventurously expectant. Chris and I say that to each other all the time. Cause I think a lot of times you can just get into ruts where mm-hmm. you forget that we're like on this like adventure Yes. Of life. And we don't think of it that way a lot. Well, that's so. kind of like mine with the surpassing power that we have. And we were talking about it in our Easter episode last yes. week. Talking about um, how the resurrection power of Jesus lives in us. And I think we just like go through day to day and like forget. Yes. That the same power that raised Jesus from the dead is the same power that we have in us, living in us every day. Yeah. When we're doing the laundry and we're driving carpool and all of that. Yeah. It's the same power. So um, that's good. That's oh, really look good. Look at us ending all spiritually. That's good. <laughs> Yay. Thanks for listening. If you're yes. listening, if you are, go comment on our Instagram, Say, Pistachio Square. Because <laughs> that's what we're eating. <laughs> Just go write Pistachio Yay, Square. Costco. I should have said my favorite store is Costco. It really is. It is. My I think it is. Your, what's, ooh. What is, would you say that's your favorite store? Mine's Goodwill because you just never know. Well, I know. Well, Costco would be for like groceries and that kind of stuff. What's your favorite? Like when you have to go shop somewhere. Where are you like, oh, yay, I get to go to this place. Nordstrom's. Okay, you're so fancy. Mine's literally good. Well, because it's a treasure hunt. Yeah. Only if I don't need anything. If I'm just like Yeah, I don't want, it, I don't want a treasure hunt. Mm. I don't want to go digging. Yeah. Well, see, I'm like really adventurously expectant. You are. And I greet, I greet Goodwill with what's next, Papa. <laughs> so. <laughs> Pistachio Square. <laughs> Pistachio Square. Bye. Bye. So till next week, we are on Instagram at Woven and Him. We are on Facebook and Patreon forward slash Woven and Him. You can also email us fullywoven at gmail.com. And I'm Rebecca Pete, like the coffee brand. And you can find me at RebeccaPete.com where you can also find all my social handles. Yep. And uh, I don't want to be found. So just find me on the Facebook for our uh, podcast and the Instagram, but not my personal. Bye. Bye. (laughs)